You are now about to witness wrestling knowledge at its finest. Sideline Junkies proudly presents the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, the big guy, KG. They are the WrestleManiacs. It's Saturday night. We all know what time that is. It's time for the Sideline Junkies, Saturday night, WrestleManiacs. That's right. As you can hear, <laughs> it sounds like the people's choice, Don Rodriguez, on the other end, was really flipping through his notebook to get what he had to get because he flipped through a lot of things. So, of course, you know it's going to be action-packed tonight. Oh, yeah, got to make sure all the notes are going on since we got pay-per-view after pay-per-view after a special event. All kind of crazy stuff is going on. So I wanted to make sure as we go around the universe, I got all the notations and everything right and ready because uh, we got some interesting things to talk about, some picks to make in reference to extreme rules emanating from Philly. Tomorrow being Sunday, we've got Fight for the Fall in the Night. We've also got the Evolve 10th Anniversary as a special on WWE Network. So, yeah, a lot to go through. I would well, like to believe so. Before we get started, I, I just want to say something. Um, I I, some things came out from Vince Russo last week, and it was something that if you go back, the WrestleManiacs, the People's Choice, Don Rodriguez, myself, the big guy KG, we said this last Saturday night and had been saying it for quite some time about AEW and WWE coming together, doing one big pay-per-view and you know making enough money to air-condition hell five times over. And Vince Russo comes out with it. And, you know, my thing is, I, when it was sent to me, it said, you know, hey, you think this is a coincidence? We're not bitter that you take our ideas and you run with them, but give credit where credit is due. Yep. Now, I, I don't say these things because the People's Choice Don Rodriguez is family. That's my partner. No, I'm saying it because it's true. The things that he fleshes out is from the top of his brain. And I really believe, I mean, I'm not saying, you know, give us a check for a million dollars and we'll stop complaining. No, no, no. We want long-term stability. Uh, uh, you need a booker. You need a writer. You got one right here. The People's Choice Don Rodriguez. All, me, I'm just, I'm just the guy that's going to go fetch his coffee. So whatever you pay him, I, 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 I'll get coffee and stuff for him. And He's I'll work with a pitch man. Pitch man at the creative meeting. That's all. Pretty like, much. Give me a scenario like, uh, what can you come up with? We'll just throw it out there and, and see what sticks. I'll give you enough stuff. Eventually, you know, you can find some goodness out of the day or you can stretch it out or do whatever. Or but just, just our show on the network. And just give show. us credit where credit is due. This is something we've been talking about, this joint pay-per-view since January, February. Yeah. We've been talking about it almost the whole entire year. Yeah, since people have been going all in, we've been talking about it uh, being all possible. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, and, you know I, that's, that's me on my soapbox this weekend. So, 
All right, where we starting at? He pretty much covered up everything now, so we'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks. Well, I kind of already alluded to it. AEW fight for the falling is happening, emanating from Jacksonville, Florida. And free to watch. So it's that second free to watch on BR Live, Bleach Report Live. So it's happening as we speak. A couple big matches. Uh, and uh, a men- uh, worth mentioning uh, appearance. We'll go with the worth mentioning appearance first because I'm quite sure he will want to have top billing on all things talked about when it comes down to uh, FFF. And that being Y2J making his first appearance after defeating Kenny Omega. And I'm quite sure part of his promo is going to be still wondering where his thank you is for putting AEW on the map. Will he get it? Eh, I don't know. He's been posting selfies and of him in a mirror and stuff like that today. So hopefully Y2J will be happy because uh, we've got a lot coming up. And, um, you know, Kenny Omega is supposed to be facing John Moxley on the 31st of August. So if Jericho's unhappy, I'm quite sure that could roll over until that match. But then again, another good honorable mention is uh, this is uh, uh, an event with a purpose. Um, Tony Khan has already been definitely talking about how much, well, not how much, but the fact that they're going to be donating a large amount to charity because it is all about uh, for the fallen heroes in the military and their families and raising money for that. So that's one thing that Kenny Omega really wanted to do. And AEW and the cons are definitely rallying behind that to make sure that it is not only a great event, it's free to watch, was good promotion, is good publicity, but it's uh, uh, a pay-per-view for a cause. So that's pretty awesome. And speaking of Kenny Omega, he will be facing Sema, who actually beat the fallen angel Christopher Daniels at the last pay-per-view. So he's coming off a win, but he is going up against uh, royalty in the uh, Bullet Club world. And then last but not least, uh, we've had to go over a pay-per-view to get here, but the uh, talked about main event is going to be L Bucks of the Young, the Young Bucks going up against another set of brothers, Cody and Dustin in the main event. So if the Cody-Dustin match is any indication as to what in the heck we're going to see for free on Bleacher Report Live, um... Yeah, that's going to be one for the ages. And I know those guys are going to showcase everything. So it's going to be super kicks galore. Cody's uh-huh. going to get off everything that he's been holding back from the WWE. And Dustin is just going to show that he can still go. He does, even chanting, you still got it, is irrelevant for Dustin Rose because he never lost it. Exactly. Never a step. He's gotten better and quicker with age which is insane. I and mean, if you look at where he was in WCW as the natural um, with the mullet and the beard and all that fun stuff, and then when he came to WWE as Goldust, you see him getting better, quicker. Randy Orton is, is another one that is better, quicker, and all that is is just genetics, 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 and the fact that the business is flowing through their veins, and it can't help but just to be better than they were the match, the pay-per-view, the minute, the promo uh, that they were before. So that, that's uh, some, some heavy lifting 
that's happening tonight as we speak with Fight for the Fallen? Well, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you have this pulled up live. No, I've actually, I'm going to sit down and watch that one. I, I'm going to go back and watch it all completely so that way I can enjoy it. I don't want to give out any spoilers and stuff like that because I really want people to watch it and, and, and see it because it is for a purpose. So if you get a spoiler alert and, oh, this just happened, then you're not going to support. So, you know, not too often from, you know, the majors, you have them donating, you have them doing a lot of philanthropic, philanthropic work. Uh, but, um, you know, when you have something like that just happening organically, just watch it. It's free. So, yeah. you know, and then donate to uh, the Call of Duty Endowment or um, any other, uh, you know, charity that you would like to do for the military. I only mention Call of Duty because uh, it's hot and heavy right now. And, um, you know, they, they do a lot of great things helping vets get jobs. So that, that's, that's definitely something uh, very important. But, you know, Wounded, Wounded Warriors Project, there's so many different things that you can do uh, to donate. So definitely take care of those that go overseas and sacrifice their limbs, their lives, their families to fight for our freedom. So big night for that. Yes, indeed. And that's always a great cause because <sighs> men and women that go overseas and they fight and they come back. And sometimes it's not the physical wounds that hit the hardest. Sometimes it's the mental wounds. Mm-hmm. And I think in this day and age, a lot of times that's uh, look, overlooked and glossed over like, okay, you just get over it. And it's not that easy. So that's a hell of a, 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 a thing to donate to. And it, it needs to be done more often. So, and I think in my opinion, and you know, I'm, I'm not being trying to be funny, but if they raise, let's say uh, seven, 10, $12 million, WWE probably say, you know what, we're going to give them 24 million. Yep. So that would be it, the right thing to do. That's yeah. best for business. Opposed to which uh, Kenny Omega publicly said he was not too happy with, opposed to them counterpunching with airing the Evolve 10th anniversary at 8 p.m., same bad time, same bad channel, on the WWE Network. Now, they could have aired it yesterday. They could have aired it tomorrow. They could have aired it on Monday. They could have aired it earlier today. But to go same bad time up against Fight for the Fallen, when Fight for the Fallen, even though it's competition, but it's for a purpose, um, that, that's kind of like one of those, I wouldn't call it a low blow, but I would call it an unnecessary punch. You know, sometimes, you know, you watch a UFC press event, you just see somebody just, you could talk trash, but when you just put the hand in the face and make contact, it's like, you know what you're doing. Is it necessary? If you're going to fight, you're going to fight. But did you have to? And, you know, in my opinion, I kind of agree because since it's not a live airing event, you can release it whenever you want to. <laughs> so let them have, you know, the win. But it's going to be interesting to see the, the viewership numbers on the network for Evolve pay-per-view versus um, uh, how many people actually tuned in to uh, be our live and watch Fight for the Fallen. So this would be their first time, technically, 
going head to head, even though uh, Evolve is not a WWE program, but it is airing on their network because technically it's OVW. But um, you know, it, it's it's all the same thing. So we'll we'll see. I've been seeing uh, some snippets of it on uh, Twitter and some of the matches and stuff like that. I know it's going to be a, a barn burner, as uh, Jim Ross would say, but. <laughs> Again, I know AEW has got a, a nice card that will, will showcase a lot. And this one a little bit more streamlined opposed to, you know, having so many people, so many matches. This one's focused on just a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of intention to really get people to, to show up and support, donate, et cetera. So that way they can really do something. I'm quite sure the college are probably going to match whatever it is. I'm, I'm sure of it because why not? Of nothing else from the Jaguars perspective as a tax write-off. So not <laughs> right. saying it in that negative way, but I mean, logistically from a business standpoint, it could be a write-off. So uh, why not do it? So that is one portion of today's program. The next portion, which is something we have not done in a couple events, is us go through our ritual of me saying a match from a pay-per-view and KG saying who he's going to pick. I pick the winner. And then at the end of the night, I win. Now, it's kind of hard to believe it's so long ago that I what, what? That KG won maybe one pay-per-view. But it's like one of those times where you try to have that Wayne's World flashback, but then somebody bumps into you and you wake up. So like, oh, I just can't remember it. Oh boy! But you you got jokes. Oh man, it's... you got jokes because uh, the last pay per view we picked, I won. When was that, man? Was was it like two thousand? Never. I mean, uh, wow! Yeah. I was like, what, wow! No, 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 what's me? What when was that? I really, I mean, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Let's shuffle I... through some papers and see if maybe I can find that record. I don't know. Wait, hold on. Did I win two pay-per-views in a row? Uh, man, hold on. Let me, let me talk to the people in the truck. Uh, you, you guys remember that? No. Okay, okay. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah, uh, the people in the truck said no. Um, you had one that uh, you kind of won thanks to the NFL. That was, that, that, that was last year. That that was yeah, that was last year. Nobody remembers that. And then you had another one that um, you won because there was a stipulation change that it, it became a non-title match of some kind, and then it went the other way because it was a non-title match. So somehow Daniel Bryan lost that one. Um, yeah, that, that was one of those unforeseen things, you know. It's like uh, they didn't listen to what we were talking about, and they went ahead and made a creative change at the last minute. That that sounds like an excuse to me. That's what I'm saying. That's I asked them. That's what they told me. Like, yeah, you know, we just had that, a creative change at the last minute. That Sorry. sounds like an excuse to not give me my W. I think. Wait, hold on. The people in the truck are talking to me. What? What? I, I gave him props when. Uh, Right afterwards, the next show, that that was enough for him. Okay, thanks. So yeah, sorry, I'm back. So yeah, what what they said was you have props on the next show afterwards. That's enough for you. Not too much. You get a big hit. 
Wow. That's not me. That's the people in the truck. I'm, I mean, you can ask them. You go ahead. You, you know, you got the same connection, too. But that, that's what they were saying. I, I, I do. But, you know, speaking of the people in the truck, because I don't know how they edited it, but thank you for the fine from last week. The people in the truck said what? Oh, yeah, it was your fault. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for the fine. I don't know. I mean, hey, you deserved it. Oh man. Okay. You go ahead. Let me let, let, let me you talking about flipping through some things. I got I got the trusty sideline junkies notebook here. All I hear is you deserve it. Is that can, well they're playing that in my ear. I, I, you know. Uh so. the last pay-per-view was Money in the Bank that we picked. Yeah, that was like what, 2019? Nah. That was uh what two months ago? Really? Yeah, about two months ago. Isn't it 2020? I mean, didn't we buy that? No, no, all no, that stuff? no, 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 Shoot that little kid with Braun Strowman became champion. Uh, here we go. Now we'll see if you could win one tomorrow night at Extreme Rules because we're about to do the daggone thing. All right. Let me, I got my trusty book ready. Yeah, write it down because I want to make sure you have all the information you need because when somebody else is recording a loss, that is a great thing. So, you know. I just want you to sing my praises. So, first match, Raw Tag Team Champions. The Usos versus the Revival. Do the Usos get back on top? Or the Revival going to hold strong and and retain? You already know where I'm going. You you know where I'm going. I'm going Uso. No, Uso all the way. I always go Uso, and I always win with the Usos. Yeah, because it's been non-title, or they were the champions at that point. Now it's like one of those uh, those technical things. Have the have the revival been champions long enough? And then where you go if the Usos get the belt back? Who they face? Who who would they go against? That's but I mean, if they don't get the belts back, who who do uh, the revival go against? They just got to keep facing the Usos. Yeah, true that. Because or maybe defecting New Day or something. Yeah, or you know, you just kind of sort of make uh, unification between the tag titles. No, no, no. Look, if they do know, that, that'll cut a lot of people out. Well, you do a twenty four seven tag title. Well, no, nah, not twenty four seven. I mean, that would be great, but now nah, when I say unification, I don't mean you know it just it goes from four belts to just two. No, you you just got to defend them on both shows, and then. You can get to the point and say, you know, hey, uh, we don't want to defend this title. Okay, the, the SmackDown title is on the line, not the Raw title. You know, yeah. something like that. But, I mean, it will work. I'm going to go with the Revival. I'm, I'm going I'm to jump on the other side of the street. I think it's going to be a phenomenal match, but I think Revival going to pull it out. Maybe uh, some tight pulling or some shorts pulling uh, from uh, the Usos' perspective. But 
I think that's that. Now, here's a big one, pun intended, in size and in scope. Braun Strowman v. Bobby Lashley. Last man standing. Coming off of an incredible spot where Braun pretty much uh, hit the, (coughs) excuse me, pounds on Bobby Lashley and sent him through the LED, Titantron, et cetera, dot, dot, dot stage of Raw. Um, Bobby Lashley did return. Allegedly, Braun Strowman is still hurt, even though he's tweeting pictures of him and former president George Bush. Um, who you? Well, actually, I guess I got to pick. I'll let you pick first that time. So uh, last man standing, I'm going to go with Braun Strowman. I'm sorry. I'm going to go with Braun. And I will go against you and I will take the one, the only, Bobby Lashley. But he's got no Leo, so. Oh, well, yeah, that's no Leo, but come on now. Bobby's a world champion without Leo. Yeah, that's true. True Speaking, that, true that, true speaking that. of which, have we found out what in the world he's doing? He's. Having uh, Twitter vignettes with his moms who came yeah, over. Yeah, I, I seen that on uh, Instagram. And he's posting a lot of indie pictures back in the day of him to keep, you know, his you know name out there. He's still under WWE contract, but he's kind of like right now in that Luke Harper scenario. Right. A.K.A. the, yeah, we'll pay you. And that's it. There's no words after that. There's no dot, dot, dot. Yeah, we'll pay it. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised, and I'll let you say something in a second, if they're not doing that for one purpose. Remember that time, Leo, that you were saying that you just didn't have any money because you had all these expenses? So if we pay you the same amount of money and don't send you anywhere, you have no expenses. Now we're going to see if you are going to manage your money and save it so when we call you, you can fly out and do what you need to do real quick. And leave your wife at home because you got enough money. Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. All right, you go ahead. What were you going to say? No, nah, I was going to say, hey, I'm, I, I think it'd be a good idea to reach out to him, see if we can get him. Yeah. See if we can just have a conversation, you know. We're not going to ambush him or nothing, but just straight talk wrestling and then ask him, you know, what, what's your, your plans for the future here? Yeah, like, hey, man. We did DMV representing MCW fans. Yeah. Leo Rush fans. Because I put them to take the shackles off of you fans. Yeah. Now that that's that's true right there because anybody that has never seen Leo truly go, you are missing out on some true wrestling skills. I'm telling you, Leo V Ricochet, that is oh, a main event match. Still, mm. in my opinion, Leo V. AJ Styles. Leo Main Finn Balor. Match. Exactly. Yep. Leo Finn Balor. Leo Shinsuke Nakamura. Hey. Hell, because we know AJ and Samoa Joe can go, Leo and Samoa Joe can go. Let them go. I think Leo and Cedric Alexander would be a phenomenal match. Leo Rey Mysterio would be a phenomenal match. He's got the, 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 the capability. He's got the ability. Mm-hmm. It's just that little thing we just got to overcome. And we're good. 
Leave that but, home, man. But I, I, I don't know. Well, that, you know, that, if that, that, that was uh, the, the Achilles heel, then you got career and life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you have to make that, that conversation happen to, I want this career. And this is what we need to do to continue that dream to happen. Uh, Steve Harvey was just talking about that on his radio show uh, today, actually, about how you need to reinvent your dreams every 90 days. And if sports entertainment and being back in WWE is part of his new 90-day dream, then there's only one thing you need to do. Well, two things you need to do. One is say, honey, you just got to be at the house. Do what you need to do. Trust me, I'm going to go out there and take care of the family. Two, reinvent the character. I don't want, I think a heel Leo Rush is necessary. But I think a, a different style of heel Leo Rush is necessary. Because if he comes back as a face, not to be believable. Not that he can't do it, it's just, I don't, there's not a, a spot for that. But if the street profits are showing that there is still a niche, a niche for flavor in the WWE, then Leo's capability to talk can slide him on in there. Um, and he can be a better talking Enzo Amore with a stronger capability in reference to that 205 weight class. Mm-hmm. But it just has to be, you got to eat crow. You got to go on a circuit to be on um, our show. It'd be nice. Uh, Mark Henry's show. I'd be on Taz's show. I'd be on uh, Tommy Dreamer's show. I'd be on Chris Jericho's show. I know it's going to sound crazy, but why not? Because you just want to get the attention and get the buzz of everybody understanding that, hey, this is what it was. Yes, this is true. Own up to it. And I've made the decisions. I've reaffirmed what my new 90-day goal is, and it's to get back to where it needs to be. And I'm going to do that. But I first wanted to Mark Henry apologize. I know you tried to reach out to me, and I, I wasn't ready to hear it. But I want to come on your show and say, heard. And this is what I would like to give to the fans because I'm still young in my career. Sometimes, you know, every man's life, you got to go back and you got to eat crow and apologize. You think you know it all? think you have the answers and you have people that have been there, done that or see the writing on the wall and they tell you and it just bing, bounces right off your head because you're just not ready to receive it. Right. But once you're up against the wall and you look out and all you see is opportunity and the only thing in front of you is you taking a step and that step is, you know, penance. Then you either take the step and eat crow and, 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 um, apologize and move forward. And then at that point, if you do that, the WWE does not want to use you anymore, but yet you've done your part, then you do what you can when within the confines of it. Then you need to start being out in places. You need to utilize social media like Becky Lynch did, like Zack Ryder did. And if you're going to cut promos, you're going to cut promos all day long, like Bray Wyatt's doing. He's not even on television. And he's, you know, doing vignettes and stuff like the Hardys did. Nobody say you can't create and post on there and have your own match with your son. <laughs> Why not? That's true. You know, you know, 
hey man, let go to the performance center and record you training. Why not? Show that you're putting that work on your craft. Yeah, do like um, Sasha Banks has done. She just was out in Japan holding her craft, learning. Do like Charlotte. She was down in AAA uh, seeing um, some of, or staying, or hanging out with Andrade as he was seeing some of his old compadres when he was down there as a mass wrestler, seeing some of the things that he did in videos. He would post things while he was down there and saying, hey, can you teach me that? You know, clean aside, so um, and other things that Andrade was doing uh, when he was down there in AAA. So I mean, just going out there and put yourself out there. If they're not going to use you, you're going to be the best uh, entertainment example. And if you want to take it up another step, uh, I remember a guy named Taz that uh, showed up with an FTW belt. Why not? I remember there was a guy named Zack Ryder that called himself the Internet Champion. Why not? I remember there was a guy named People Choice Don Rodriguez who came up with the 24-7 championship and fleshed it out. <laughs> and it became <laughs> real. <laughs> Why not? You know, that's things he can do to really get the people talking. Because if Becky Lynch can break through it, I know people talk about the glass ceiling. I say it all the time. It's a plastic ceiling. You just have to have the right forward motion to bust through it. And everybody has that potential, but you just got to find who you are and who you want to resonate with. Ask our truth. He's been around forever. And he just got finished uh, on an interview talking about how, you know, he's had to reinvent himself and find himself. And he's happy where he is now because he understands that he's no longer just a young our truth trying to just do stuff and willing to do everything. He's a older our truth that's smart enough to understand what he does and how to have an impact and how to organically take a moment where he just looks to uh, his, I think it was, if I remember correctly, to his right and talk about all you little Jimmys. And people are like, he's talking to little Jimmy. Next thing you know, kaboom, little Jimmy's everywhere. You know, how he can take that, oh, our truth's the champion. We're going to give you a 24-7 belt. Okay. It's, as, he hasn't called it just the 24-7 belt yet. <laughs> and now, boom, he is bigger now than really whatever is going to happen in Extreme Rules. If he runs out there and he is chasing after Drake Maverick, I guarantee you that will be one of the talks of the night because I know it's going to be magic on a pay-per-view. And that's one thing they haven't done yet is really had something happen massively on a pay-per-view with the 24-7 championship. But if he can finagle that, and I'm quite sure if he just goes to Vince and say, hey, I just want to have a spot. They always have that five to ten minutes worth of time if it becomes available I want it let us figure something out and we'll take 15 minutes that's all we need Vince will say okay and you're good to go but that's my uh, my soapbox I'm off now because we got to go back to some picks but that right there not only was that wrestling knowledge at its finest as the intro says that's Man knowledge. That's a man correcting a man. That that that's that's manhood knowledge right there that the people's choice Don Rodriguez just laid down. That's just yeah, that's just life. <laughs> As they say, you you can't can't make a diamond without pressure. And uh several people uh have always said that success only comes before work 
in the dictionary. And that's just mm. that's just straight up and down H Town right there. Twenty years later, he's still teaching. Testify. <laughs> Speaking of testifying, Bullet Club time. Oops, I mean the club yes, time. Indeed. Ricochet versus the <laughs> No nah, Man No AJ Styles. Is Ricochet gonna walk away? Because I'm quite sure we might as well just call this a three on one match. Is he gonna walk away from the pay per view? Considering that he caught a sizable beatdown after beating Luke Gallows, after coming close to beating Carl Anderson um, on Monday, is he gonna have the U.S. title at the end of the night? KG. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Uh, the thing is, Ricochet winning against AJ Styles is kind of – he's already on the map, but he's like a, a a blip on the radar right now. This is going to solidify him as a true bona fide superstar. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's going to be a gate draw. I mean, he's already a gate draw now what he can do inside the ring. But this is going to open up the doors for him to get on the mic as well as performing the ring the way he does, it's going to open up the door because he's got a a, a, a win over a legend. I mean, you got to call AJ Styles what mm-hmm. he is. He's a legend. So if he can beat AJ Styles, which I think he will, this will open the door. I mean, what does AJ Styles look like getting the U.S. title? Come on now. That's the, I'm not saying well, it. You can you know, do it that way if the plan is for the club to collect the belts like only the club would do. So they take the they take the U.S. They take the tag, then they take the world. You know, and when I say take, I mean that Finn Balor will be coming back home because that again, like we talked about last week, that would be a serious rub going up against the other side of the club at AEW as you're reforming. No NWO, you're bringing back a more mature Bullet Club. Why not? True. You know, again, you're on USA. We're talking about people getting molested, murdered, stuff like that. You can't say the word bullet. Yeah. Let's be honest. You can do it if you want to. So. And the 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 thing is, you say uh, this, you know, pretty much ain't the NWO. Last time they tried to bring bring the NWO back, it was a very watered down version and. Badly put together. Whoa, whoa, what was whoa, that about? Whoa, 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 whoa. 15 years ago? Hey, man, if nothing else, the the, the NWO uh, static fade-out cutting that they would do before they come out, I, that to me is still arguably one of the best uh, 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 camera, uh, uh, cinematic, whatever you want to call it, today. I love that. I wish I could have that in a video game right now, to have that, that cut-in on one that would just fade out and stuff. Oh, man, that was great. But the only thing with that was that, I mean, it was the NWO, but there was no use in it to balance it out. You know, they were going up against, you know, younger, uh, you know, superstars that could do a lot more, the rock and stuff like that. You just didn't have the youth in it for them to keep the pace. Whereas the club, Bullet Club, has the youth to grow from it. You got the notoriety. You can pay New Japan for some of the videos and, you could do a lot 
because they're still performing at a high level. So they're doing their thing. And I know Gallows and Anderson are like, yeah, we're ready. You know, our, our T-shirts are almost there. <laughs> we just need to cross the bridge and we would be there. But my pick is uh, going to be for Ricochet as well. And the reason why is because, to me, this match has an old-school ECW Paul Heyman feel. And the reason why I say that is because it reminds me of, um, or a, a WCW feel at that, but it reminds me of just in the midst of all this chaos of extreme, I know it's the Extreme Rules pay-per-view, pun intended, but just there is a lot of chaos in what is happening from a storyline perspective. But you're going to have a wrestling clinic, you know, a la Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio style wrestling clinic. And you're going to see some spots and, and, and holds and, 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 and stalemates and all kind of crazy stuff. It's going to be fast paced from, from bell to bell. And having that in the midst of everything else that's going on will balance out. I mean, it's, it, it's match of the night. There's, there's nothing else that's going to top that period. We can just call that. We're going to call a spade a spade on that one. <laughs> but um, I, Ricochet has to walk out with it. If he doesn't, then that means that they are going in that club directly because they listened to me and decided to have Finn Balor do a run-in or something like that. And the next thing you know, you're wondering why Finn Balor is there and they all too sweet. And then you realize something just popped off. But I'm just saying. <laughs> if it happens that way, if it happens that way. I'm telling you, I'm going I to TMZ. <laughs> Harvey, I'm coming to talk to you. I swear to pieces. <laughs> coming to talk and to we gonna you. We're going to have ourselves. Yeah, it's going to be a misunderstanding of epic proportions. And then I'm just going to be like, hey, what do you think about this? Oh, I think it was awesome. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> and I like you on people's court, Harvey. But either way, <laughs> let's talk about another uh, uh, extremely physical match. Alistair Black going up against the door knocker, uh, Cesaro. Now, I'm going to go with Alistair Black only because it would kind of be sucky if you've been cutting these promos and then you lose. Not taking away from Cesaro, but if Sheamus isn't coming back anytime soon, I could see these guys going for about four or five weeks like Sheamus and Cesaro did and it not be boring at all. So they could be trying to find that magic again for Cesaro on who he can feud with that, you know, the matches would just be great A-10. If AJ Styles and Ricochet were not on this card, then that would be match at night, in my opinion. So I'm going to go with uh, Aleister Black. Uh, just pick it two because it, it makes sense. Yeah, it does, and I'm I'm trying to figure. <laughs> I'm trying nothing against Cesaro, but you know, we know but I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out a way to be able to pick Cesaro, and I, I don't have a way. I don't yeah, I mean, have anything going. It, it just is. I mean, if Cesaro wins, it will be a shocker. But you know, anytime you've been doing pay per views, I mean, I, I mean, not pay per views, but promos, backstage promos, not even on main. Uh, you know, in ring camera, and you're just building up, building up, and then you take the L. It's like, yeah, that's not really looking cool, um, especially since you were winning before with Ricochet. 
Exactly. And you beat Cesaro and Sheamus. So, <laughs> you know something? I think people got a little upset with the the early success of uh, Ricochet and Alistair Black. People were actually upset. They were legitimately upset. And I don't understand why. Like, I mean, this is a good team. These guys work well together. But, oh, wait, they shouldn't be winning like that off the break and this, that, and the other. Oh, okay. If that's what you want to watch, that's why I don't like watching WWE. Okay. People are always going to – it doesn't matter where you are. People are going to complain. You know, that's why – They're going to be – You know, just another soapbox. I still don't understand why the – you know, when you see a celebrity, you may say something and you don't even get a like. But let somebody be trolling and say something rough. Are they on that like hotcakes? Wait, wait a minute. Why are you even replying to the mess? You just mm-hmm. gave them what they wanted. They don't care. They just want to say what they want to say just so that way you reply. They say, oh, they, they replied to my message. Now I got their ear. Same thing. Don't pay attention yeah. to the haters. The masses will tell you. When they start cheering and they're standing ovation and they're yelling, this is awesome and fight forever, that's all you need. Who cares what other people say? Again, that's why Vince McMahon is still calling the shots because, well, oh, Vince is too old. Uh, uh, really? Are you saying Vince McMahon is too old to understand the business that he created, but yet he created the WWE Network and concept well over 20 years ago? You wouldn't have pay-per-view and attention if it wasn't for VKM. We wouldn't have a juggernaut that is getting Roman Reigns' ESPYs when ESPN wouldn't even, after they stopped showing it um, on ESPN, recognize wrestling as a legitimate sport or anything that is worthy of being on programming. Now, how integrated is wrestling and ESPN? Yeah, okay. Now, he, you know, as Vince, um, you know, I mean, he's older, so there's still some things, okay, he may not get. Hell, I'm older, and I still don't understand why people watch people play video games on YouTube all day or or, or, or Twitch or whatever they're watching. Like, why are you watching somebody play the game you can go buy? It's only $9.99 at the moment. <laughs> or it's $19.99 KG, a.k.a. The Division. <laughs> I knew it was going to come up tonight. Oh, hey man, <laughs> you should have seen that full circle coming. Yeah, I was round in the bed nice and slow. And the next thing you know, on turn three in NASCAR, zoom, I was going straight into the pit. I'm bringing that home, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. 20 bucks. There's no excuse. That's two McDonald's. No, no. That's two number ones at McDonald's plus tax. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, after you yeah. get the two number ones, you're, you've lost 20 bucks. But for division, you could have it for some months. Just say, be nice if y'all well, join me at the DC Zoo and the Pentagon, but you know who knows what'll happen because it'd be sixty dollars in a couple days. Well, oh, uh, you can't, you can't. I might. You got, you got. We can't get you a belt, but you dag one show and can talk to your wife and let you drive the GameStop to get the division for twenty bucks. Well, I told her about the concept of the game. My brother-in-law has it. He oh. said he hasn't cracked it. So. Once I told her about the concept, she says, I don't know how much you're going to be able to play that because I might be playing that. Well, somebody need to buy it first. At least get it in the yeah, house well, for 20 bucks, I, a.k.a. you ain't doing nothing on Sunday. 
<laughs> I, I'm, 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 I think I'm going to go out and go ahead and go get it. I, I ain't got to go far. I got to go right up the oh street, my so I'll God. go ahead and pick I've been it up. talking about this for a whole week and it's up the street. I want you to send a picture. I need to send it. You know what? Just like you posted a video uh, of us when we were taking over Dave and Buster's, I want to see you walking in sideline junkies outside of GameStop to make this dream come true. And then BJ, you get get on get in his ear, or if you gotta buy his copy too, like I got you. Here's your copy because I'm dropping it off on the way, and y'all need to stop shucking and jiving. You got a lot of work to do, man. There's a lot of liberating in uh, DC to get y'all up to where I am, and I'm willing to help you, but I can't help you if I'm the only one with the game. And that's true. That is absolutely And that's true. the bottom line. Oh, sorry. If you sorry, <laughs> woo. Had to bring it back to wrestling on that one. <laughs> So, uh, I'm assuming you're picking Alistair Black, too, you said. yes, sir. I'm taking it to Oh, All right. So, I just want to make sure that, you know, I said, bring it back. You got to stay focused. Got to stay focused, because speaking of focus, uh, let's talk about Daniel Bryan, <clears throat> the new Daniel Bryan, uh, or DB and Rowan. vers
So, we got a, a cruiserweight match. Drew Gulak, who is uh, the current champ, versus Tony Nese. Uh, and, and for me, as much as I, I know that the cruiserweights are going to do their job, but again, you're going up against Ricochet and AJ, so I'm going to go Drew Gulak to, to retain just because you've got Ricochet and AJ. <laughs> and they're, they're gonna just you know they're gonna 205 it to the point to where you're like yeah the cruiserweight guys didn't we just see them earlier mm. so I think they'll, they'll keep the belt where it is and let everything else play out on 205 live to keep people watching I'm going to go against you and take Tony Nese on this one okay you're just doing that just to go against me no, because I'm gonna take Tony Nice anyway. I mean, no, okay. it's just—I mean, not that taking away from Tony Nice, phenomenal, phenomenal shape. My gosh, but Drew—he's gone through so many changes. He's been, you know, second fiddle to so many other superstars, even Enzo Amore. So it's his time. Let him have his moment. Let him have some longevity in it before Cedric Alexander or somebody else takes it, or Buddy Murphy takes it back. <laughs> so yeah, uh, don't forget about <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, if he comes up, but he needs to go straight into you know main event proper. I'm sorry, his heel character is just that strong. He's like Samoa Joe. He is bringing the heel baggage with him, and you just got to put him up main. Event. Like I said, all that whole crew's got to go main event, and then y'all just need to pull from the Indies. Your your two or five live. Um, that that's my opinion. All right, so then we've got <laughs> the interesting match coming off of uh, uh, Nikki Cross's beat the clock challenge at a minute and fifty left uh, against Dana Brooke. Uh, Bailey versus uh, Lux Sablis and Nikki Cross for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Who you got? Oh, um. I had this as a note before since you <laughs> uh Alexa Bliss, the way she rubbed Braun Strowman's beard, it's been all over Twitter as a gift. <laughs> what do I have to do to get Alexa Bliss to rub my beard like that? Just walk up to her and be like, mm. All right, I'm not even going to start because I <laughs> I can already see where this is about to go. I'm going Alexa Bliss. I'm going to leave it at that, and I'm just going to – oh, man. <laughs> right. I'm going to join you on that. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to go – dang, I could go either way. Uh, Nikki Cross thinking she's going to be co-champion, and Alexa's like, uh, yeah, no. Um, would be a good one, but I'm gonna go with Bailey because I think, based off the promo that Nikki Cross said about you need to find you a friend, yeah, I think a friend may show up that has purple hair, mm. and even the scales a little bit. Or at least shock enough to be able to allow Bailey to get the Bailey to belly and the one, two, three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let Bailey retain. 
Just as okay, I had to go with that. But on the other side of things, Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe, I'm gonna keep the belt on Kofi. Gonna keep it on Kofi. Much as I want to give it to Joe, but I don't. Not yet. You not in this time? situation, Joe. Not in this situation. I think uh, Kofi needs it a little bit longer, and then he can drop it. Just a little bit longer. He's got to go to SummerSlam. Then he drops it. Oh, man, 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 man. I'll stay with Kofi. All right. So now we're going to talk about some no holds barred action. Hulk Hogan versus Zeus. Who you got? Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> wrong, wrong time period. Flashback. <laughs> if you, <laughs> you can see my face. Oh, oh my God. Because I'm sitting here. I'm sorry. Like, oh, wait. Rip, rip. I'm sorry. Sorry. I apologize for. All, all it's the, not on the list. All, all the cinema files. <laughs> Rip <laughs> versus Zeus. Um, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Taker and, I, and Roman versus Shane O'Mac and Drew McIntyre. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? We, 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 uh, we talked about this uh, two, two, was it two weeks? Three weeks ago? Rip them. We talked about Roman. Roman doing the heavy mm-hmm. lifting. And, you know, take it just coming in for a good choke slam, old school. And some outside. Uh, flying Larry. Yeah. A good flying Larry, tombstone. We up out of there. Yep. That, that that's I think that's about it. So give me. Boom. Yeah, undertaking Roman Reigns. I'll pick the same. So then. The main event of the evening. Booze, Seth and Becky versus who actually wouldn't be a bad couple, even though Lacey's married. Uh, Baron Corbin and Lacey. Winner takes all. No matter who scores a pinfall, everybody keeps the belt or loses the belt. Oh, boy, boy. I'm going with Seth and Becky to keep the belts because as much as I like Baron Corman, as much as I think Lacey is a good heel, Baron Corbin as a champion right now would only work if Brock Lesnar comes in and cashes the money in the bank and takes the belt from Baron Corbin after they win. But then again, that'd be and, another and, dig after Baron Corbin already took, you know, the brunt of it from, you know, oh, it's his fault that the, the network viewership is down, da 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 da. So I, I would want it, I would rather Brock come in and take it from Seth because then it's like, well, you beat him for it, you didn't beat me for it. Then that'd be Seth Rollins' promos. They're like, I wouldn't want to hear that. No offense, Seth, I wouldn't want to hear that from you. I would want to hear you came in. Yeah, you took the opportunity. You did what's contractually your right. You took it. Now I'm going to slay you again. 
that type of thing. I would rather that promo than, well, you're going to beat me. If Brock cashes in, he could cash in on Kofi. That would be true. True. But now, see, I, I can see it working. As you know, Baron Corbin wins, Brock comes down and cashes in. And then he looks over at Lacey and they just walk to the back as champions. Or he at five Lacey, it, too. Why not? Takes <laughs> <laughs> her belt, too. No, 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 but you, you because <laughs> because Paul's the advocate, he becomes the advocate for Lacey also, and then he starts building that stable that we've always oh, talked about. Where he just has wrestlers, and you already got Brock. Then you get Lacey. Of course, you'll take the you know you take the belt off of Brock in a in about a a, a couple weeks or so. Next pay per view, Brock drops the belt. Mm-hmm. You know. He's good to go, but this is just you know it's gotten the ball rolling for uh, Paul Heyman. So I mean that's just my thought. Yeah. I'm spitting here. So. But you got to make a pick. But you got to make a pick. Pick it. That's the hard part because I, I want to go against you and I want to say I thought you were going to pick Baron oh. and Lacey. But I I, I got it. What, what would they call themselves? Uh. uh Sexy, sexy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not uh, shipping that one. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> but I, I got to go with one of the cutest couples in 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 wrestling, and that's Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. And plus, if I if I uh, didn't pick Becky Lynch tonight, my soon to be seven year old daughter would say, you know, "I'm going to put you in an armbar for not picking that's Becky." Right. Give you a little girl's and right. Believe me. Yeah, but believe me, ladies and gentlemen, the head arm bar she got is no joke. Good. Because you got some long arms. So as long as she sit down right on that shoulder, tap. Tap. Yeah. Hit that Jericho. Ask him, Brad. Ask him. So it's locked down. We will see tomorrow. I'm winning. But um, extreme rules. It's going to be very extreme. From the win loss category of today's picks. And now we'll jump into a new quick Spitfire segment before we wrap everything up, which we are calling What? So, in the What? section of today's show, Bray Wyatt may actually be wrestling at SummerSlam. Yep, mm. that's uh, been reported allegedly, uh, thanks to PW Insider and Dave Metzer, uh, as the original standardized plan. Now, whether or not it will be up against Drew McIntyre or somebody else, because he's been planting seeds everywhere on apologize for this and da da da. So we'll see exactly how this is going to play out. But SummerSlam is still on the books for him to wrestle. But he is ready at any time because, I mean, um, oh, Sunshine is, you know, it's been, what, three, four months since she's had the baby? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to call her Sunshine because, God dang it, Bob it. Um, <laughs> yeah, joking. So, uh, you know, baby spent some time, paternity leave in essence. Uh, it's time for him to go back out and start providing for his still growing family. So, 
we'll see exactly what happens. He could show up and have a presence at Extreme Rules. Why would that be so far-fetched considering that Bray and the Funhouse has been pretty extreme with some mallets and people get eaten and, and you know, uh, uh, interesting little dance that I'm quite sure KG does at work every day before he starts to do the heavy lifting. Yes, you got to do the muscle man dance, baby. So, anything is possible. He could have a presence. I wouldn't be surprised if, again, if they have about another five minutes worth of cut-in, they could just throw straight to it. It just shows up out of nowhere, and he cuts a promo. That'd be a perfect time to do it. So, we'll see. Next up, in the what? Jeff Hardy was recently arrested for public intoxication. What? <laughs> Not DUI. Now, that was. What'd you say? That was slipped under my radar. I didn't even yeah. know that. Uh,. There's still no details as to why he got arrested, so it's not a, a Uso that we know of fighting against the police type of thing, or or being, you know, uh, you know, very uncooperative. Belligerent. But you have to kind of be drunk enough to go to jail. So he's bonded out uh, this past Saturday and all that stuff. But Jeff. Kind of get, I would love for you to get past this so that way we can finish strong in the career because it's, it's just not a good look at all. Uh, I'm more along the lines of, come on, son. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I thought he, you know, all jokes aside, I thought he had put the demons behind Yeah, him. and that storyline with Samoa <laughs> Joe. It's like, now art is imitating life <laughs> or is life re-imitating art? I was shocked. And, you know, that made me come up with I, a what segment. I'm like, what? <laughs> come on, man. I, I feel that that's a, that's not a great move when you got it, when you take a, a real life issue and you put it on TV. Yeah, but that's the WWE standard right there. Uh, they did it with uh, Road Warrior Hulk, and I didn't feel that that was great. Yeah. Now they planned it out with Marie and Mike Kanellis. <laughs> God. Yeah, well, if you're going to do it, WWE do it well. So next up on the what? Somebody that's retired from uh, mixed martial arts, or so I thought. One of my faves, especially in the UFC old school games, Tito Ortiz is going to be fighting, which is not the what? Alberto Del Rio. What? Yeah, that's a definite what right there. Well, first of all, Santino Morello is about the, is having a, a MMA fight today, too. Uh, so that's somebody else that's fighting, but I was like, Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. T- uh, Tito and Alberto Del Rio? Okay. You know, it's, if you can find it, watch it. I don't know who I would Yeah. Get. I'm sorry, it would be uh, Tito Ortiz. Uh, no offense, Del Rio. You need to come back. I think you and Paige have patched it up enough. But enough time has gone by. But, yeah. 
Huntington Beach bad boy will knock you the hell out. Sorry. Oh, correction. He's going to just slam you to the ground and commits to doing the punishment. He's going to tap yeah. you out. And I miss those old UFC Tito Ortiz. Uh, I mean, he was cutting promos back then. I'm sorry. But you kind of have to when you have a porn star wife. So, uh, not talk bad about Tito Ortiz because I do not want to get that punishment. Now, if we talk at UFC the game, then maybe we got a shot. But, no, nah, Tito, you may come with a punch. I'm coming with a bat. It's just the way it works. Wrestling fan, you know, MMA, yeah. Ask Ken Shamrock. He had to take a ladder to. That's just what it has to be. Whatever happened to him coming back? Well, he's still out on the road. He's just not mainstream as of yet. I thought he was coming back to WWE. That's what he made it seem like. Yeah, he's, he's been hanging out with some WWE talent, but it, it's nothing um, that that to really write home to write home about. He's not in any uh, that I've heard any dark matches or anything. But then again, we still have not heard what the hell is going on with WWE 2K20. Um, <clears throat> everything this year has been late on announcements. Normal video game years, uh, a.k.a. last year and the five before. Leaks were happening a month before, three weeks before E3. You knew we had the trailer out for who was going to be the cover athlete because we had Sting or we had Warrior or Kurt Angle. The trailers were already happening or things were being whatever. 2K, two weeks after E3. Oh, by the way. Yeah, we got a D-Wade edition. Just felt the shit know. <laughs> Here it is. You don't even know, like, what clothing line does D-Wade have? Does he have some shoes? You would know. Does he have some kicks? Does he got, he got, does he got Jordans? He got some D-Wade Jordans or, or, or something? He got quite a few Jordan brands. So I guess they'll get that. And I guess they'll get some of his old jerseys and stuff to wear out of that edition for 100 bucks and a bunch of VC. But they really haven't said too much. 2K's like, yeah, whatever. It's another one. You know it's coming. Here you go. We took the uh, Vice City vibe <laughs> with the color scheme. There you go. And then, you know, you got the uh, the Anthony Davis cover yeah. also. Which he don't even have a well, – I didn't know where he was going. So, he's like, yeah, you're just going to be on it. We made retro the cover. We still got time to go to print. It comes out in September. So, they, they can kind of work him in with uh, a new jersey. You know, Photoshop is the, the god. When it comes down to all that stuff. But 2K, we know Sasha Banks went to 2K to do some uh, mocap or, or, or some screen capturing and, and stuff. We don't know if she's the cover athlete. A fan made a great mock-up of having Naomi as the cover athlete for uh, 2K20. I wish that would, that would be awesome, but we don't know. Obviously... The rule of the road is whoever is on the cover or the, the, the Clegg's Edition um, version is going to surround or revolve around them is going in the Hall of Fame. Who the hell is it? That's a good damn question. Yeah. Is he strong enough? Um, no. You know, I'm at a loss. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't think Taker wouldn't. I mean, it'd be cool. But yet that'll be putting uh, the proverbial um, tombstone on Taker, 
<laughs> so I don't want to do that. But then again, it could be. I mean, why not? Kane? I mean, who else? Who else could, uh, you know, be uh, kind of make a good commercial? I think Kane will make a great commercial. You know, Hellfire and Brimstone. He could make it from his office. And that would be a, a great play on things. Um, I would mind a Shane O'Mac. You get a, a piece of one of his uh, shirts that he wore from, you know, one of his matches. And you get a cut up of that with a little plaque like they did with John Cena. That would be cool. I wouldn't mind having a, a Shane O'Mac uh, edition. Um, women's uh, Evolution. I mean, it could be revolving around Becky Lynch. That would you would not be able to shut her up if she had the the, the last kicker edition. There you go, two K just gave two. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know what the heck it would be. What would you probably one of her? Outfits they would just cut up and limited edition, limited quantities. You know, only got four thousand to be made, U.S. or worldwide, and that's it. And you know, when she won the belt for WrestleMania, or it could be Ronda Rousey could get the cover. Again, it could be a piece ah. of the WrestleMania mat. That would still be pretty cool. Why not? She did a lot for the business. Her and her and yeah. Becky could Kobe on it. I mean. Becky's on uh, the cover of uh, uh, ESPN magazine, isn't it? Yes, indeed. And a lot, you know, a lot of people say things about that. Oh, that should have been Charlotte. Yeah, but you know what they're gonna say? Right after that, in that same breath, I wish it was the body issue. See, they're gonna complain, but then they're gonna want it to be something else. Still, ESPN magazine. Shut up. Charlotte yeah. has lineage that Becky will never have. Charlotte could be 59-time world champion now, but you don't want to make it watered down. Give her her time. She's going to come back because she's a flair. Come on. She's young. Look how she's, what, nine-time now? At yep. her age, nine-time? Even though we know it's a different time and stuff versus when Flair had the belt for years, <laughs> you know, but nine-time. So if we kept with the pace of how, well, John Cena's pace, she would be 18-time champion by the end of this year. Lose the belt, win the belt back. Lose the belt, win the belt back. Lose the belt, win the belt back. 18-time champion by the end of this year. Really? You know, that also hurts the business because that makes anybody to come close to that in this modern-day era it will never happen because by the time she retires, she really would be 59-time champion. But then it would just be, yeah, Charlotte won a belt again. Yeah, Charlotte won a belt again. Up, oh, Charlotte versus John Cena. Well, you know Charlotte's going to win a belt, right? Yeah, okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, so right. Becky's time, Charlotte could come back anytime and take the belt from Bailey, of course. Charlotte could come back and take the belt from Becky, of course. But she's doing the right thing. She's holding her craft. She's learning, evolving. So that way she become a better. I mean, she's putting in work on the road. I mean, her, her, her. I know her merch is still selling like crazy. People still come to see her. She doesn't need to yet. When it's her time, then I she'll get the belt again. It's not like she's not in there with the powers that be. Flair, Triple H, enough said. She's in there. She's good. I could, I could see 
Charlotte on the cover because she is a flip. Oh, matter of fact, she had it last year. Has she had it last year. You know, they kind of did the, the picture mosaic. And I bought one Xbox and one PlayStation. That's how serious this was to get, you know, both pieces of the robe didn't work out. But still, I got two pieces of the same robe. <laughs> I'll take it. But, you know, she was technically featured and she had pops that came out uh, for the collectible side of things. So she she had half of last year, I would say. Ric Flair was the headliner, but she had half. She was in a commercial uh, featured. I mean, she had a lot going on with that. So it wouldn't be her solo, but it could be, but not this year. I'd do Becky Lynch. I, you know what? I got no problem with Becky. Because I just – Becky has been on yeah. fire, for, for, for lack of a better term. I, I got to find something that's way better than that. I can tell that, you what's way better than that. Right now. It's The Rock. Nobody has organically, especially from a female perspective, but organically – had this type of impact since The Rock. And I'm not diminishing Stone Cold, but Stone Cold has had an impact, but The Rock has transcended to, you know, other avenues that are just through the roof. And that is what Becky has done for the women's division of wrestling as a whole. Because what she's doing as a character has benefited everybody. You can't, if you, if Brandy, if you ask Brandy Rose, do you think what's happened with Becky Lynch has not, has benefited you? And she said, no, she needs, you know, needs to sit her down, Cody, for real. Because it, again, it puts a spotlight on her and what she's doing as a, a character and a, a woman in charge. You know, it even is good rep for, for um, uh, Stephanie. So, I mean, it's good for everybody in the industry. It was great for Ronda. Ronda wanted the match, wanted the match. Then you had the Nia Jackson. Said it, but she wanted the match, wanted the match. Becky wanted it because they knew. And right things happened for the right reasons. And, and you know, looking back at it, that it went from, oh, okay, this is going to be a SummerSlam or a Survivor Series or whatever, to it built up to become a WrestleMania main event. And it shouldn't yeah. have been anything else but a WrestleMania main event. And thankfully, things happened the way it did, even though people complained. But thankfully, things happened. When I saw Becky bleeding, I'm like, that's it. We just got that that Stone Cold Bret Hart moment. It's done. It's done. And I said that thing I said on the podcast. It's done. She's through the roof now. Through the roof. And I, I, I think, yeah, like I said, since The Rock. There's been nobody else. You know, she's got the man thing going. Uh, the mm-hmm. Rock, you know, The Rock says, you know, all that, know your role, you know, all those things. You know, she could get a little bit more swagger like The Rock. But then again, Seth Rollins kind of brings that a little bit on his own right. So it kind of balances out. I agree with that. I mean, white hot, Rock-esque. And how many people I know her, her the money she's making off of merchandise oh, alone. Yeah. Now, because ahead, I, what say? No, I'm just saying everybody's got a, the man T-shirt or something with Becky Lynch on it. I mean, she's even on Roblox. Mm-hmm. I mean, cheese. Yeah. 
every, every way you turn, there she yep. is. Now, I will say, though, from a merchandise standpoint, as much as The Rock has transcended, Stone Cold merchandise still outsells. <laughs> that was the one thing that was the constant. At 316, that was outselling The Rock. I'm sorry, Rock. But that, that was, you know, and it's re- recorded. That, that was selling more than everybody. The residuals is Stone Cold never has to work again off the residuals of a T-shirt. <laughs> That's life. <laughs> the one thing about Stone Cold and his T-shirts, it was more than just a handful. It was I'm talking about official licensed Stone Cold merchandise, WWF license. It was way more than just a handful. I love that other side jacket. I, mean, shirt. I love that. <laughs> you had, uh, it was a t-shirt. Matter of fact, I wonder if BJ still remembers. It. He wore it. Uh, it was Stone Cold on the ropes, hands in the air, fists in the air, but his fists were rattlesnakes. Yep, I remember that one. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, it had a a little. Piece in the in the shirt that clipped onto the shirt, and if you touched it, I forget what it said, but it said it said one of his phrases, and it, it rotated through I think seven phrases. And now mind you, this is the nineties, like man, and it, it just got better and better every time he came back, whether he was wrestling or not. T-shirt sales, the T-shirts, period, sold like yep. hotcakes because why? It was yep. Stone Cold. And still to this, I mean, he's part of the, the fabric of the WWE as much as Vince Sr. is part of the fabric of the WWE. That character is and made uh, a, 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 a stretch of time timeless. And I know that is probably double negative or whatever you want to call it, but you understand what I'm saying when I correlate that to what potentially for the last part of the what is what is happening or what could be happening with Kevin Owens and his rant on SmackDown Live throwing out a little bit of a curated pipe bomb uh, against Shane McMahon and and how Shane really is on both shows all over the place, kind of like Stephanie was in essence, um, you know, jumping on Roman Reigns and doing this and making decisions and da da da. You see Shane more than everybody, but yet it's supposed to be about the fans. Why don't we have Shane McMahon all up in this? Might as well have him be a GM. But it looks like minus, I wish the, the stunner was a little better on SmackDown Live, but it looks like almost a mirror image of Austin versus McMahon. It's close. Only thing is KO isn't as defiant yet. Mm-hmm. But it was close on SmackDown Live this past week. I was like, oh, man. that That's almost a, a, a Austin 316-ish thing right there because they had the chemistry. And the storyline is building in the right way. It just has to be a strong series of KO running in, stunning, and leaving. Hence why, going back to the picks that I made, Taker and Roman are going to win. I I was going to leave that out to the what part, but 
I smell a KO running. You know something? Uh, you said it could have been a better stunner on uh, SmackDown Live. And Stone Cold has got on him a couple of times about his stunners. And he said he got to go. He actually got to get in the ring and show him how to probably do the damn thing. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. I smell what you're yeah. cooking. Now, Shane needs to sell it a little bit. But that was the one. You remember that first stunner that Vince took where he was going into convulsions, just shaking in the ring, laying on like, oh, man. I can see that to this day. I was like, he killed him. <laughs> By God, he killed him. <laughs> that I would have loved for Shane to sell it just a little bit more. Just a little bit more to, to make it larger than life. Because they were building. I mean, you knew KO was coming in. You knew by the end of the night he was going to show back up. That We knew that was happening. But, you know, just want to see that, that larger than life moment. And then, you know, it was still good. Pay- it was still a good payoff. Great show, great feel. Uh, I believe that was the last one before Eric Bischoff truly has 100% of his stamp starting to manifest into it. But the, the pace and the timing and everything still had great SmackDown Live flow. So I'm happy still with a little bit of breath of fresh air with Bischoff taking that. And then uh, uh, Heyman going on the other side of the coin and doing Raw, because he's done, been there, done that with SmackDown. And we all know how awesome SmackDown Live was when Paul Heyman was running the show. But I'm going to say this in defense of Shane. He has to be on both shows. He has to. It, yes, it's about the fans. But you also got to remember, Shane's the best in the world. And, yeah. You got to be. But he's also a talent, too. And by talent, I mean performing yeah. talent in the ring. Um. So I don't think he doesn't have to be as woven, in my opinion, for the two storylines. Because then it kind of waters down the uh, Freebird rule. Not the Freebird rule. Was that daggone rule? Uh, the, the, the bounce back rule where you go between shows. I'm totally brain farting. Oh, the yeah, wild card rule. Sorry. That, that would apply to... Uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, but <laughs> but um, I'm quite sure he wouldn't deny. Like, yep, I'm a wild card. I'm a free bird. I'm everything. But uh, yeah, we just don't need to see him as much. But now that you got the KO thing going, I want to see him a lot more. So it's kind of weird now because hmm. I, I they could do this right. And as long as he doesn't go KO 316, he doesn't say anything like that. But it could just be KO being KO and KO t-shirts and, and all that stuff. And fight Owen's fight starts to get that feel again and come back because he's fighting against the establishment. He's fighting up against all the odds. He's beating down this and he's in a three-on-ones. And all these things doing with Roman is giving Roman a break from being oversaturated and it's putting some attention on somebody else because now you can spread it. You know, when you had the rock and stone cold, you got enough to, to balance out and then you can sprinkle in this and sprinkle in that. But if it's only the rock carrying the show, you're going to wear them down and you're going to wear down right. the, the character. But if, if KO can balance this out and then you've also still got in there, the Kofi's you got the ricochets and AJ Styles and everybody else, and you can build in the Bullet Club. You can start to see 
what happening again, the resurgence of a closeness to the attitude era. When we had so many storylines that were happening and so much going on, it was this was going on and that was going on. I can't believe this and DX and the nation. And then on the other side, you had on WCW, you had the NWO versus WCW and Latino World Order and this and that and and uh, Jericho and Rufus and and you know so many things and Ric Flair and and even you know Vince Russo and so many things were happening and it wasn't just one. Okay, this is all we're giving you. It's just overlap. So you, you had a reason to watch Hour 2. You had a reason to watch Hour 3. And then the cruiserweights were flying all over the place. It was just that much. And we're, we're close. Now, remember, I was very critical of what they need to do, which they still need to go ahead and call up. because. And I'm hoping between Bischoff and Heyman, they I'll call it a raid or whatever, but they go in and they bring up this talent from NXT. They have to come up because you need fresh, fresh, fresh. Using unused faces is good, but you're going to be using up against who? Faces that you see all the time. So now you're seen on TV and you lost. Really? So all you did was just made me a visible part of the job squad and not on a dark match and not on a main event, you know, not on network TV. Now I'm just visibly a jobber. No. We need that freshness like what we had with Alistair Black and Ricochet. And you've got enough talent in NXT to do it, which gives the opportunity for Io Shirai, who just turned heel, to take over for Shayna Baszler because Shayna Baszler gets called up. You got the opportunity for some of the other females to take over because Bianca Belair gets called up since the Street Profits are up there too. Everybody, the whole family might as well go. That's normally how it works. So you, you can do these things. And that gives Matt Riddle the opportunity to become champion because Adam Cole is, I mean, you could do so much Velveteen dream, Tommaso Ciampa, you know, uh, the, the Johnny wrestling. Uh, I mean, the, the list goes on and on and on and on. So they've got to pull up and they've got to give uh, the fans fresh new interactions. And what does that do? That pushes the game and the elevation for the established talent to not want to be shown up by because we know Ricochet just showed everybody up. Period. Right. Like, yeah, Ricochet's gonna come out. Jesus Lord. I know that's what everybody was thinking in the back. Um, do y'all know y'all just brought this fool out there and I gotta follow that? You know, yeah, you Seth Rollins, but no, really. I've gotta follow that. Did he just run up Cesaro's chest? I gotta follow that <laughs> in the main event, and you want me to burn it down? He's destroyed the ring. And then put it back together. And then Alistair Black hit Black Mass. Y'all want us to follow that? Every week? Come on! You know, so they got two options. They can follow it and suck, or they can elevate the game and tap into what they all know how to do. They just weren't allowed to do the indie stuff because it had to be this and it had to be that. But yet you have the capability from watching past uh, matches and old tape a la John Cena who has more than the six moves of doom in his repertoire as a prototype he could do a lot but John Cena he only needs you know really four moves <laughs> and then he won a match but that's that so that was the what segment and now there's nothing else for us to do but to wrap up and then go see what the hell happened at fight for the fallen Maybe watch Evolve. 
see if I could find some video of uh, Santino Morella's uh, MMA fight. And then, you know, kind of piece everything else together from there, all in preparation for deciding if we are doing Chinese or not for uh, for stream rules. Okay. And Raven Stereo's back. <laughs> <laughs> Happy pre happy pre, uh, birthday, Brock Lesnar, uh, who just celebrated his birthday. Uh, probably out there on the farm. Uh, congratulations on Roman Reigns winning an SB. Did we miss anything? Oh wait, uh, wait, wait! Congratulations on the guy that was playing Gary, who was later played by Cedric Alexander in the match for really selling up five thousand dollars. I'd do anything for $5,000. Like, oh, snap. We got a problem here, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but that was still good. He did a good job on that one. I, I can't wait to find out who he was. Um, if he worked for WWE as, you know, one of the uh, something or not. And, oh, wait, I got one more. What? Uh, that was in the R-Truth uh, segment with Carmella on SmackDown, uh, I believe, um, when they were back there with uh, uh, Wardrobe. Guess who I'm pretty strongly sure I saw? Sasha Banks' husband is still in the back with WWE. She ain't going nowhere. What? Nah. Now, if the husband wasn't there and it was, you know, the other seamstresses, I'm like, okay. And yeah, that kind of strange dude ain't there. But no, he was back there in his position. He wouldn't be touching them uh, sewing machines if he still wasn't part. That, that's absolute truth. Uh, <laughs> you wouldn't have to worry about yep. that at all. So now I think we've covered everything. <laughs> but uh, telling them where they can listen to us. Okay, this is this is this is. Whew. All right. Of course, you can hear us right here on Anchor. You can hear us on Radio Public, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, iTunes Podcasts, Stitcher, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Spotify, Podchaser, Podbean, Podcoin. Remember, Podcoin pays you to listen. iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and Player FM. And don't forget to check us out on social media, Sideline Junkies, all one word on Instagram and Twitter. Sideline Junkins, Junkies colon podcast on Facebook. Email sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. And of course, sidelinejunkies.com. Yeah. Oh, you forgot one thing. Very soon. Was it? In the streets of New York will be known, but we will be living in the streets of Washington, D.C. through Division Agentry. Because everybody's getting a daggone game while it's 1999. So that way, if you want to join the clan, you can send us a message and I will send you a clan invite in Division 2. So you can put some work in and help save Washington, D.C. from D.C. 62. I'm with it. I'm down with it. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take care of that. $20 is nothing. It's gas money. Let's get it done. And also, everybody 
if you want to get in on fantasy football, hit the sideline junkies uh, email. Let me know so I can send you the link, give you the password, and get in there. Even if the league fills up, I'm going to do an auxiliary league, and then I'll make an even bigger league and get everybody in. So you want to get in, just let me know. And it's already created. Everything's ready. We just need everybody to sign in that's going to play. We need to do a fantasy wrestling. I wouldn't. We'll have to to, uh, touch bases, sidebar about that, uh, to see how we can work that out between – the shows and stuff like that and, and make that happen. What the criteria would be, would it be, you know, uh, televised uh, matches or versus televised just being on TV, you know, just the different things like that. We'll, we'll figure that out. That could be something we could debut next WrestleMania or something. Hey, we got enough time. I know we could pull that off. So we'll flesh that out. We'll get some fantasy stuff in there and work some goodness out. But until then, KG is going to buy the division after the Sunday rise. If they, uh, if you guys record in the morning, then GameStop opens at eleven in most places. So eleven oh five, you could be at home installing the division. This is right up the road. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no excuse. And then after that, then, you know, because I'm going to be going back hard on division in uh, a couple days. So I said, you just, we got to get you through the story. And then uh, after you get done, then we got full world tiers to get you through. And all the fun begins. <sighs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a lot of work. <laughs> you can do it. But oh, you're going to have to get you behind up that Grand Theft Auto. And start putting that work in. God, geez, you've been watching that. <laughs> I've been on faithfully. Like up until I was up until three a.m. the other morning, and I, I'm sitting there trying not to fall asleep. I'm like, geez, I do got jury duty. Okay, okay, I'm up. I'm up. You got to take a break. All right, all right. You got two years. Next year they'll announce it. Year after that, it's coming out. Yeah, Spoiler, could be Trevor in it. I'm not even going to get started on Rockstar and Grand Theft Auto because they cheated me out of my proper Grand Theft Auto 5. So. What do your proper Grand Theft Auto? We'll talk about that later. We'll be on all night talking about GTA. I still want and, the, my stimulus package money back. But, my <laughs> 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 like, God dang, all I did was change to the Xbox One. Where is my $10 million? Oh, man. That right there, I think we could do a whole entire show alone on Grand Theft Auto. I've played and beat every single GTA. Mm-hmm. So, and San Andreas, I've beat several times. Yep. Yeah. So, so. that's my favorite of all. So. Yeah, we could thank, uh, well, Rockstar could thank GTA 5 for paying for Red Dead Redemption and anything else mm-hmm. they're making because <laughs> that one game has on average been 60 bucks longer than any other game in existence. And, and yeah. you know, even if it's $20 this week, doesn't matter. They're still making money and they haven't released any new physical disc uh, other than just adding a DLC card in for some money, which like, who cares? You're going to come back and buy more shark cash anyway. 
long live the five. So, as always, we appreciate you guys uh, hanging out with us. Uh, I'm a little over uh, an hour and a half worth of time of our crazy. And then next week, we will have the results show where I get to say, yeah, I was right. And then, who knows, we may go, what, one more time. Yeah, because what? We don't have a tiebreaker, but uh, I'm not allowed to have tiebreakers because I win when we have tiebreakers. Uh, no, you win because it was another sport. Ah, come on. I would have went to, uh, you know, got on uh, the Sunday Rise, uh, I would have maybe had a little bit more information. So you had insider trading. You cheated me. Ah, uh, come on, kid. Uh, don't do cheated that. Me, I, was, I was victim to the system. That's my fault. I should have listened to, you know, a couple more sideline junkies broadcast. That's on me. As, as our truth would say, that's on me. It's okay. It's all right. Well, sideline junkies, Saturday night WrestleManiacs. And we out of here. This has been another Sideline Junkies production, sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea, you can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.